it was just kind of this more raw idea of like kind of pulling myself open and seeing what fell out is the best way that I can kind of put it. Um, and also telling my own stories. Um, a lot of my pieces have writing on them and I tell other people's stories every single day and I love it. I, I love hearing other people's stories. I love, you know, becoming a part of them, but I, I really wanted to focus on like what my stories were. Um, and at first it started out with like snippets of generally like stories that I loved, you know, um, and then I would kind of tie those into sort of free writing my own words um, and making that part of the pieces. This is Peak Silent Radio. I'm Chris. We each have a story inside of us. We tell it to ourselves on a daily basis, whether we're conscious of it or not, whether we're listening or not. When we share it, we can do it in different ways. On November 4th, 2022, Carrie Ann K. Vinette shares her story through ceramics, written word, and other mixed media at the Crow's Nest, 153 Island Avenue on Peaks Island. Carrie's the longtime business partner of gallery owner Danielle Madour. They share a tattoo studio and business that you'll hear about a little later, and a passion for creative expression. They weren't always entrepreneurs. There were people who were not quite satisfied and were looking for a way forward. I mean, I think I have a similar story. I also, it, it was appealing to me as a way to, I, I was honestly um, not very good at being, uh, at working in an office and being um, pretty bored um, <laughs> in that environment. Uh, pretty good at it. And I, I did that for years and I, I was, I was okay um, for a while, but then I realized it wasn't something that I could do for that long. We were, we were pretty unhappy where we were. Um, we decided to uh, start goofing off and talking about what it would look like if we opened a tattoo shop. Ha ha. <laughs> yeah. And then finally one day kind of looked at each other and we're like, wait, we just basically wrote a business plan as a joke. Why aren't we doing this? Yeah. And we just kind of took, took a leap. That business plan became the Black Hen Tattoo Studio in South Portland, where Carrie and Danielle create fine art tattoos with their customers. Far from being a, excuse the term, paint by numbers, they see their role as a lot deeper than that. Tattooing for me was storytelling. It was using, you know, uh, imagery, you know, um, for uh, driving a narrative. It was helping people to document um, parts of their lives that were important, um, which kind of correlated to a lot of things um, I cared about at the time in my own, you know, sort of personal artwork. The Black Hen opened in 2015, and over the years, Danielle and Carrie have found a nice rhythm that's allowed them to both explore their creativity even further. I don't know if it's like, quote unquote, evolved per se. It's just, I I think it's just settled. Yeah. Like, it's just this really nice feeling of this is where we belong. This is, like, the partnership that needed to happen. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah, that's kind of that. Um, we still fight over the recycling. In case you're thinking that this sounds like an easy gig and that you wish your troubles amounted to fighting over recycling, think for a second about what their job entails. Translating a moment, an idea, a symbol so important to someone that that person wants to immortalize it on their body 
into artistic expression. The stakes are high. It's a hard job. Absolutely. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's a panic attack every day. <laughs> like, and yeah, I don't know. And Percy, I mean, like, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm being overly dramatic, but I feel like you should kind of always carry that with you when you're doing something that important and that permanent on somebody like, you know, you should always, you should care, you know? Um, and when you stop being nervous, I guess, like I would start questioning like why you're doing it. Like many, Danielle and Carrie have other pursuits besides their work, other channels for their creative energy and a way to, hopefully, be able to not carry quite as much stress. For Danielle, one of those channels is painting, which, as you'll hear, ultimately led to her opening the crow's nest. I actually just rented the space in the studio space because I was painting at home and it was getting um, a bit unruly over there. So I just wanted a studio. Um, but as soon as I got into the space, I realized very quickly that it was going to be a really nice space if I fixed it up for a gallery. So I just, you know, I spent a little time thinking about what I would do with it and um, uh, was able to kind of whip it into shape and make that happen for the summer. Just, and I just wanted to try it, you know, I mean, nothing, nothing, I didn't think anything bad would happen. (laughs) You know, <laughs> What's your business plan? I didn't think anything bad would happen. Exactly. So far, so good. Knock on wood. Naturally, Danielle talked with Carrie about doing a show at the new gallery. The invitation helped Carrie to clarify her own ongoing creative project. I've been honestly like making these um, sort of abstracty, figurative, sculptural pieces for a while now. I've had. Um, ceramics um, studio space for over a year but I never really sat down and had to I don't know really converse with anybody else about what they meant or what I was seeing in them like I kind of knew but it's just so different when you have to explain it to somebody else um so the show and kind of talking to Danielle about all of this and, you know, trying to come up with some sort of art statement. Um, it was, it was really good. It was a really good practice to kind of, um, make my ideas clear even to myself. Um, and I think that having done that, the work got clearer. The show is called You Say Too Much. And by now you're probably wondering what's behind the sculptures and ceramics. Carrie says the exhibit reveals more of who she is than she's used to. Basically, um, as a person, if you can't tell, um, I am a little awkward. Um, I tend to definitely be more introverted. um, And most of my work in the past has really reflected that, I feel. It was a lot of uh, layers, a lot of obfuscation, you know, things that were like hidden away from the viewer more than things that were shown to the viewer. Um, and honestly, I've just kind of hit a point where I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, I'm an artist for a reason. Like I do have things to say and I have things to say clearly. Um, and I think that when making these pieces, a lot of that was tapping into, you know, sort of inner dialogue, 
um, more subconscious sort of stuff um, because that's just what I was sitting with, you know, when I was in the studio. Um, and honestly, I feel like it's a big part of what everyone's been sitting with, you know, especially, um, you know, over lockdown and all of that. That experience of sitting with herself, as Carrie puts it, made her realize that we're all in the same boat. And as you probably have heard before, sometimes the best way to find out what's going on in a universal way is to look at one specific life. And I think that's what Carrie's trying to do here with this exhibit. And it just seems like everyone's like, I don't very tentatively kind of being like, yeah, okay, so this is who I am. Like, this is what I have to say. Like, and I'm not so afraid to do it anymore. And I've sat with myself and I know myself. And this is, this is it. Which I think is really cool. I think it's a really interesting moment um, to kind of be a part of and especially be a part of as an artist. As you started to think about, I'm going to put myself forward. I'm going to you know, be a little bit more vulnerable. What were some of the themes that came up for you that you, that you wanted to share, that you wanted to sort of get vulnerable with? Ooh, that's... <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I think a lot of it for me was actually um, kind of processing like why so vulnerable, like why so like unvulnerable, you know, like why do I have these walls up, you know, looking back at uh, again, some of, you know, my older work and being like, wow, okay. Like it's, it's cool. It did the job we wanted it to do, but like, why did you want to do that? You know, like what, like what were you really trying to get across there? Were you surprised by anything that you discovered as you were pouring yourself out like that? That I'm actually going ahead with this. Um, that's my that's my main surprise. <laughs> um, and also, honestly, that I forgot how much I loved to write. Um, I I that was actually really nice. I'm like, oh wow, I remember this. This is great. So you know, starting to um, play around with that a little bit. All right. So Carrie, you, I heard a little bit about sort of the themes and the philosophy behind uh, you say too much. And and Danielle, I, I know that on your website, you talk about the work that you're interested in too, in, in, your, in your painting. And you touched on both um, mood and a sense of place. And I'm wondering if um, either of those things comes out in your gallery and the way that you've set up the gallery or in any work that you're currently doing. Oh, I think that's the only thing that really matters to me is the the mood or the energy of 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 a piece is really what I'm after. And um, there was just a, a David Lynch quote that I was shared with me, and I love it so much. And it's like essentially that's what he I, that's my interpretation of that. That's what he's saying. You know, it's the idea that starts with the idea, um, anything, and that you know, you know when you are departing from it yeah you know um if you're working on something and the idea you have to stay on task and if you if you kind of veer off in the wrong direction you know it yeah um so yeah that's i think that's huge that's that's the whole entire thing for me that's fascinating. I, I wonder if you can say more about that too, because I think hearing it from an artist and from an artist's point of view could actually really be beneficial to people just in their everyday lives, right? Because I think that that's 
so true. We're we're often so we start out really strong with with a goal or with an idea, and then it either balloons and becomes this huge thing that has lots of tangents, or um, it's somehow overwhelmed in in the noise. What do you think? Who do I think of staying on task? Kind of, yeah. Or, or, or what do you think art can can say to people about that? And it might not be you know productivity advice, but it might, it might be something about how we can maybe hold on to that pure um, idea, that pure thought. Mm. I don't know if I have much advice there. I do feel like it has much to do with instinct for me. I don't, I'm not, I don't really, um, again, I feel like we're going back to talking about the shop or, you know, the, all these, all these things that I've, that I do, I feel like it's, I'm, I'm largely driven by instincts. Um, things need to feel right. And if they don't feel right, then I know I'm not in the right space or I'm not on the right track. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's instinct and it's also like, uh, you're not afraid of like following the idea. And I think that's the other part of that Lynch quote too, is like, Mm -hmm. you know, follow the idea. It's going to get weird. It's going to get weird, Mm -hmm. but like, let it be weird. Like let it, be what it needs to be and it's going to take you like where you're meant to go um and I mean from an outside observer if if I may say with you know Danielle's um mm-hmm. endeavors and you know her artwork I I've always admired that it's always following the idea and it's not being afraid um and it's amazing what you just said and, and that example I think is huge for people because those two things I think can be so hard sometimes, right? People choose not to follow their instincts and sometimes people do get afraid when something, you know, gets weird or seems like it might become reality, right? Because that's the other side of it too, I think. Oh gosh, right? Yeah, yeah like what if this does work? Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, look out. Yeah, and I, I mean, I don't entirely believe in, um, mm, it's not instinct alone. I mean, I, I hate to say that and make, be like, well, that's why I do everything, you know, it's not, <laughs> but it's not, and it can't be, I mean, if you're no. instinct alone, like, no. oh my God, like, that's, that's, I think that that's where everything kind of comes from. And then, and then, as like, you know, I had my, my summer session, my summer season at the gallery and now that's over. Um, that's when I'm going back and I'm actually having, um, I'm, I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah, you have something to analyze yeah. at that point. Like, right. you know, it's one thing to kind of knee jerk, you know, sort of, I'm going to do this. Kapoosh. Okay, cool. But you got to like eventually follow what works and what doesn't. Exactly. Otherwise, you're not going to grow. So now I'm making decisions about next summer because of the experience that I had that are actually based on real thought. <laughs> It's clear that Danielle and Carrie, despite whatever troubles, doubts, sadness came their way during the pandemic, they've been able to harness the experience to create something new and to graft onto the history we've all been living through in this moment. I hoped they'd be able to share some insight into how you and I can channel some of that same spirit, too. I wonder if, for people who have slogged through the past couple of years and are saying to themselves that they want to put themselves out there like like you or Carrie, um what advice you might have for people who maybe have a dormant hobby or talent that they've been wanting to explore and, and how you would suggest folks go about that. Oh gosh. I, I mean, on, honestly, my advice is always just 
like do the thing, always do the thing. You know, I, I, I can, I, it's very rare that I have ever run into a person that has regrets over like, just pick it up and do it. You know, um, it doesn't mean that you, just because you're starting something, number one, it doesn't ever mean that you have to finish it really, but like, at least start it, like start the process, find out like you're Lord, I have started more projects and more hobbies over my lifetime and just gone like, whoa, okay, classical <laughs> guitar is not for me <laughs> and ran away screaming, you know, um, <laughs> but, but at least it's, it's a matter of like giving yourself that chance um, and, and also like, like, why not? You know, like you could find something that you just really love for yourself, number one, which I think is most important. I know everyone's all into the side hustle or whatever, but like it doesn't have to be that. It doesn't have to be like a major, like glowing success um, in that sense to be something that's important and an experience. And, and I think people forget that a lot of the time in our culture. So after hearing about the crow's nest and the exhibits that Carrie and Danielle have planned out for the next two months, two things come to mind for me. First, obviously you should go check it out. Take a look at what Carrie shares of herself, how she opens up and what's there to explore. Second, as Danielle and Carrie said, if you have a passion, follow it. It doesn't have to be perfect. It has to be you. Without your art, without your creativity, you run the risk not of saying too much, but of saying too little. If you're not convinced yet, I'll leave you with this. Carrie and Danielle said that coming out of lockdowns and pandemic living, they saw people coming in to get tattoos who'd never dreamt of getting them before, unlikely characters in their 70s or even older. I had to know what they were getting as tattoos. See if their response doesn't spark some joy in you, some desire to free your self-expression. Yeah, she's she's, she's cat. Cat sleeves, is that basically it's cat. She has tattoos of her cat on her arms. Too. She's she's a cat lady. She's a tiny little cat lady. And she's she's just like flirtatious and sharp as a tack oh and so so boy crazy. It's not even funny. Just so so and damn cute. I love this woman so much. Mm-hmm. Cat portraits, that's what old ladies get. If you have a blank page or a blank arm, what's yours going to say? As part of her artist statement, Carrie says that she's interested in how much we can create, how much we can say, how much of our vulnerability we can share and open up with others. I hope you'll go check out what she's sharing with all of us on this island and what Danielle has shared with us by opening this great space for artists and those who appreciate art. The exhibit is You Say Too Much. It's opening Friday, November 4th from 5 to 8 p.m. There'll be cider, there'll be drinks. There'll be food provided by Carrie's partner, who happens to be a good chef. If you can't make it to opening night, the show runs weekends through November 24th, Saturdays and Sundays from 3 to 6 p.m., or by appointment by texting Danielle. That's at the Crow's Nest, 153 Island Avenue, here on Peaks Island. If you're interested in more stories from Peaks Island, please do follow us. In our next episode, to be released later this week, we'll be featuring Chris Van Dusen, the author and illustrator of children's books, who stopped by Peaks Island Elementary School to talk to the students there about his work and about art.
You can visit our website at peaksislandradio.com, check us out on Instagram, or you can sign up for our newsletter as well. If you have any feedback, you can email me at chris at peaksislandradio.com.